Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello! I'm so good at that hello. Just every time it's the same. That is good, isn't it? You, I don't even need to say it anymore. Yeah, I just, little known fact. Even the one you've just heard, listener, that is actually just a copy yeah, and paste it job. And I was just praising my own audio. <laughs> look, and look, we'll demonstrate it now. Hello, and welcome to the Dream Factory. It's the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. That's easy to say. That makes sense. It's snippy. It's pithy. It's a great fun time. It's a little bite-sized nugget that sentence when people hear it they know what it means and every time i say it i know what it means and what's even better is that the rules are very simple uh, we can discuss as many of your film ideas as we like but only one can be taken to the next stage we're get this john it's going to be with me in the actual united states of america as this podcast goes out I'm going to be in America and I'm going to be throwing this idea at all the big wigs. Yeah, you've mostly scheduled uh, meetings with Hollywood Hot Shots. Yeah, Hollywood Hot Shots and I'm going to give that newspaper editor some photos of Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm going to find him in Brooklyn and give him some photos of Spider-Man. I'm just going to Google images of them, it's really easy. I don't know why no one's done that yet. Like, why isn't the third Spider-Man Googling imaging photos of old Spider-Mans and just giving them to him, making an absolute killing? Intellectual property, Joel. <laughs> I think also, why is no one going to be photoshopping that? You can't Photoshop images and put them in tabloid papers unless, like, you're really, like, unless you're, sport. Unless you're any of the tabloid papers. Yeah, okay, fine. Um, but you can't pass them off as your own. I'm Joel, a man who puts the alpha in alfalfa, and across from me is John Harris, who has just eaten a chicken and bacon sandwich shortly after declaring, no meat for me today. <laughs> what is meat for you? It's a true like, story. live animal. A live animal is, your, is what you really count as meat. <laughs> you have to have killed it cooked it you know what happened joel i wanted some falafel and i saw a reduced sandwich that's what, that's the truth of yeah, it yeah there was a, yeah it was tiny <laughs> um how was your sandwich yeah, it was all right how was your uh your chicken bites dipped into spicy hummus what you have there is a meeting of humble beginnings of a working class lad clashing head on <laughs> with the spicy pepper hummus getting along beautifully <laughs> I think you can learn a lot from that. It's a that. metaphor for your life, isn't it? Yeah. When yeah. you met me, I'm the... Sp- You're the spicy... I'm the mildest to my, to my chicken, whatever they're called, fridge raiders, whatever they yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> Madison's fridge raiders. 
do go to madisons.com forward slash dream factory for 10% off a single fridge raider right we had a picture of movies would you like a movie yes please Jake's got in touch yeah and he's asking about How Jurassic he? <laughs> he's alright yeah, yeah he's asking us Jurassic World 3 yeah how are dinosaurs still getting away with it <laughs> because <laughs> I, I get that they're big I get that dinosaurs are big right and I, I understand where Jake's coming from but he wants to know how we've been outsmarted for nearly seven movies by dinosaurs when, <laughs> when there aren't dinosaurs humans are leagues above when it comes to the food chain <laughs> and what, what's going on there how do they keep getting away with it well, Jurassic World 4, this time it's not dinosaurs. <laughs> but the twist is, it, it, it was, was dinosaurs, dinosaurs in again. Costumes. Yeah. Dressed up as mascots. <laughs> yeah. I, it's a fair point, isn't it? Yeah, I would agree. Maybe we deserve to be wiped out by this dinosaur species. I, I'm going to say, I'm not afraid to say it. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite a controversial You're figure. You're edgy man. Dinosaurs are thick. <laughs> Animals generally are quite thick. You know, you always hear those I think that's pretty speciesist. Frankly. Yeah, well, you you always hear things like, oh, you know, dolphins are so intelligent, you know, they can... <laughs> well, why aren't they the president? Yeah, well, exactly. Well, I mean... No, not even that, mate. Not a single one's run. <laughs> I, I even give them that. I would say I'm not intelligent enough to run for president, although... Yeah, I mean... Uh, so, like, so, fair play, but they're not even at local government. <laughs> they're, not even, they're not even standing for local by-elections. If pigs are so clever... Hmm, <laughs> why have you just eaten one in a Tesco meal deal? <laughs> why hasn't Adam Farm happened? Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying... <laughs> Dinosaurs shouldn't be outsmarting the Chris geniuses. Pratt, yeah, I think maybe in the movies they explain that away by saying they're super intelligent. <laughs> yeah, is that right? Yeah. But come on. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm. 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 I'm with you. I'm not having it. Uh, is, has there ever been an example? Because there's like four of them now. I'd imagine there have been examples where the fault actually lies with the humans. So they, like, a human accidentally leaves a gate open. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or goes to the toilet for too long. That's one of the classics. Yeah. Yeah, the gate, is that is a thing. <laughs> What's really good, dinosaurs often can't get through gates. They look like cattle. But if you leave a gate open, similar to cattle, you're just going to end up with dinosaurs in the road. I would love a world in which, because realistically, apart from your big, big apex predators, yeah. dinosaurs, like, certain you know, species of dinosaurs aren't more dangerous than the humble badger. So I would like a world where a which, farmer's which accidentally left the... the I, I don't know. Diplodocus, they're dangerous because they're big. But yeah, and big things, yeah. dangerous. <laughs> Naturally. What do you think they taste like? Dinosaurs. Yeah. Would we eat them? Well, the thing is, uh, dinosaurs, the, the thing that people say is like, uh, ignoring alligator... The yeah the like closest relative to dinosaurs on Earth are, like chickens yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So maybe they and taste how stupid like a chicken. Delicious, massive, steaky chicken oh, nuggets. Yeah, giant dino nuggets. Dipping them in your hummus. Oh, I'd love that. Anyway, dinosaurs are stupid, and it's not on. What Jake's trying to say is there's actually been a real misrepresentation of human beings in these films. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, we're Painting not being treated fairly. Yeah, we'd be in that actually in that situation, we'd be a lot better off. Jurassic World Four is mostly a functioning park. Yeah, it would be a functioning park. Yeah, or are we idiots for continually making them? Yeah, hmm. we are idiots. The I've... problem is everyone else is an idiot. I think Jurassic World Four is the humans are in the park of an alien species. Ooh, yeah. I like that. that. 
Yeah. yeah. Social commentary. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, isn't it? That's yeah. fun. What about um, this one from Mike? The Tony Adams family. <laughs> you don't know anything about football. He was a defender for Arsenal. Yeah. There you go. Football. He was a, a great defender for Arsenal. Was he? Yeah. One of the best. One of the best defenders for Arsenal. My uh, grandmother used to fancy Tony Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Little fact for you, keep that. That's, that's one for you. What does she like about it most? Dependable. <laughs> that's what she said. Reliable she said, Tony. He said, she said, he just seems so dependable. Was it your French grandmother? No. no. That would be mad. That would be mad. <laughs> no, it was my English grandmother. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. She was an Arsenal fan, you see. Oh. What's Tony Adams' family going to be like? They're going to be like the Adams family, with all their quirks and... Because <laughs> the thing is, Tony Adams is a famously tall man. <laughs> yeah, but not lurch tall. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Okay, fine. That uh, crawler football fans will sing the Adams family theme tune at a particularly tall footballer. Oh. Yeah. So, Tony Adams family. Uh, I don't know much about what the Adamses are like behind closed doors. I think he's quite a private man. Yeah. So, which would suggest that they're all freaks. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. Um, Privacy. If you're hiding something, it's because you're wrong. Because you've got something to hide. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what. That's why I live in the greenhouse, thing. mate. <laughs> Your neighbours have complained. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the neighbours won't stop complaining. What, what about if, for some reason, um, Tony Adams' family need to set up a five-a-side football league? Good. Including yeah. the hand. He has to be a goalie, I assume. Yeah. Otherwise, oh, handball. <laughs> it's always constant handball, unless he puts five little boots on his fingers. <laughs> That's quite cute. It's quite sweet. Like. It's quite a sweet idea. I think he's actually the manager. <laughs> Can he wear just a big, him... big old Mac? Yeah, he'll wear a big Mac and it'll just give instructions with his hands. <laughs> when Joe said he'll wear a big Mac, just for the record. Not the burger. <laughs> How does he eat? What sustains that hand? Is he called the thing? Isn't that the hairy one? <laughs> Oh, God. Apologies, you're correct. Uh, the thing is the hand. I believe it's Cousin It that is the hair-covered creature. The hair-covered creature. Nice. David Seaman. Exactly. Yeah. What? David Seaman. He had a... Yeah, he had hair. He had facial hair and a big ponytail. Yeah. He was the hairiest guy in that Arsenal team. That's the thing about the Adams family. Great in defence. Not They're not strung up front. Are they not? No. Why is that what they're lacking up front? Just love hearing you talk about football it's great because you'll say a sentence like that and I, I can hear what you're saying you think I can't I can't say any more than what I've just said because all I've what I've done there is I've recognised that Tony Adams is a defender yeah. and uh, we've just named a goalie yeah we have so that's that's that half of the pitch that is that half of the pitch yeah and then you've got the middle half and then you've got the front the half the middle <laughs> it's a game of three halves <laughs> that's, that's what they always say and it turns out the the thing co- comes off the bench from managing. He's managing on the bench. I don't yep. know. And he Diego Maradona's it into the goal. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. I like it. Perfect. I'm in. What about this one from Abby? The good, the bad, and the ugly Betty. <laughs> what happened to <laughs> ugly Betty and what happened to the person in ugly Betty? Is it still going? Did it run for a long time? Was it a success? Uh, yeah, I think I saw so. the first couple of episodes. It was more successful than two episodes worth. I'm sure they had a few seasons. Ugly Betty was a big US TV show. Yeah. Before we all watched big US TV shows all the time, every day of our lives, I think. Yeah. It's pre-Netflix. 
I think it would have been one that was shown on primetime American television, but in England was reserved for like E4 Sunday morning. I think I think initially it was bought by Channel 4. I mean, this is what people have come to this show for. Yeah. <laughs> TV history. Uh, I think you'll find that Ugly Betty originally aired on Channel 4 at but like 9 t- o'clock Friday night. Oh, and I then they so. probably moved it to the T4 bit when it was not doing so well. Yeah. Get in touch. <laughs> uh, so she works at a magazine, and the whole premise is that she's out of place working in a fashion magazine yeah, because, because she she's braces. not good looking yeah because she basically because she has braces because yeah she's not good looking in that teen comedy not good looking way which is yeah. a really good looking person with braces <laughs> and slightly not done hair yeah yeah or quite slicked down hair yeah and that's the classic either really big hair or very slicked down hair yeah never somewhere in the middle because that's what the cool hair is She's so revolting. <laughs> yeah. Avert your eyes. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Ugly Betty's in the Wild West. <laughs> How she got there? I don't know. To be quite honest, I don't care. Is she working for a local Western newspaper? Very good. Very good. And they're still judging her for trying to work at a newspaper because of the braces and flat hair. Yeah, not because she's a woman trying to work for a newspaper in the 19th century. <laughs> Parallels. Um, oh, yeah, this is clever. <laughs> It's like, it's actually, the way we get into this is Ugly Betty does a family tree and finds out there was another Betty from a hundred or so years ago. <laughs> it's a shit a episode thing. of Ugly Betty. <laughs> it's a shit episode of Ugly Betty, yeah. Uh, featuring John Wayne and a big Western crusade. I, I'm I'm on board. I like it. And then she learns something about herself. Yes, she learns to love herself. She learns that there's something inside so strong. <sighs> what about this one from Vanessa? Requiem for a dream. <laughs> I haven't seen Requiem for a dream. I think it's pretty trippy. Yeah. But I've also seen Brian Cox documentaries that are pretty trippy. Yeah. So <laughs> it's difficult, isn't it? It's actually so is is Requiem for a Dream with Brian Cox. You know how like they um if, Instead of Jared Leto. No, no, no. Instead of Jared... I don't know what the plot is. You know... No, this is the thing. So, listener, tell us if this is a great idea or not. You know, uh, late night TV, you'll see... Uh, they'll do the version with the um, sign language. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's Brian Cox in the bottom corner. And he'll be doing sign language as well. But he'll but, also be doing extra commentary. Oh, I thought he was maybe playing piano like he did for d Yeah, Yeah, okay. He's playing piano and he's going, The world is so vast. Imagine space if you can. Jared Leto. Jared Leto is smaller than space, but his mind can travel anywhere. It would take a million years to travel to Mars. Ooh, think of the planets we haven't seen. He says stuff like that, doesn't he? Yeah. And he does a pose where he puts his foot on a rock. That's normally what he, yeah, Brian yeah. Cox is normally in a crater with his foot on a rock going, oh, this rock you should is from the moon. So he's got one foot, foot on a rock in most sequences. You should see him, like the outtakes. It's just him going, where's my fucking rock? <laughs> Get me my rock! <laughs> the rocks are all at the right height for his best angle. Yeah. It's not even his leg a lot of the time. It's the same rock. They painted <laughs> they different colours. What about this one from Tim? Blue Pigeon, it completes the trilogy of different coloured fowl after Black Swan and Red Sparrow. Okay, it's good. Yeah. It is good. I've got a really weird memory of an animated movie about pigeons from when I was a kid based around pigeons in the Second World War. Yeah. I think that was a film. Does that ring a bell? Isn't it weird? You don't really think about this, but when you're a kid, you you only really remember the good films that you see. Mm. But you probably see two, three times as many as that. So there's, there's all these kids films being pumped out the whole time. 
I think your memory might be deceiving you slightly because I think it's more recent than that and I believe Ricky Gervais was one of the voices of one of the pigeons. Oh, no. Okay. Maybe there's two films. Oh, maybe there's two pigeon-based films. I mean, it is... <laughs> There's a lot there. There's a lot of material there. Most of most of the suggestions that come through to our inbox are where are all the pigeon films? <laughs> yeah, you so. guys. What, where's the cover up here, guys? Yeah. Are you in the pocket of Big Pigeon? <laughs> Big Pigeon just wants to be left alone. So, Blue Pigeon, Black Swan, psychotic, crazy Natalie Portman. Yeah, doing ballet, doing Swan Lake, Red Sparrow, sexy espionage with Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, Blue Pigeon, Trailer Square. <laughs> Yeah. There's just a blue pigeon. What's its motive? There's an actual blue pigeon. No, there can't be, because there isn't a black swan in Black Swan. And there isn't a red sparrow in Red Sparrow. I say that having not seen either film. The only... So I've seen Black Swan, and I know vaguely what happens in Red Sparrow. Sparrow. Red Sparrow. The one thing that does, I would say, would link them is Oscar-nominated, and actually, I believe, winning young actresses. Oh, yeah. So So we we need one of those. We should get, like, a really great young actress to play the lead. To play... Blue Pigeon. Zendaya. Zendaya pl- is Blue Pigeon. She is... A s- uh, the thing is, I, my brain's going down the sexy espionage. No, she's a chimney sweep in old-timey London. <laughs> yes! and That was what I was thinking after. One day, two murderers come back, like a Burke and Hare-style grave robber, guys. Uh-oh. And they don't know Zendaya's up their chimney cleaning. Hmm. She overhears stuff. And yeah. her best friend is a Blue pigeon <laughs> exactly because she freed it from a chimney once yeah ago oh man and it's blue from soot <laughs> yeah because in victorian times, oh, yeah this is really sad right but oh. uh, when my dad lives in kent the chimney it has an entrance but it doesn't have an exit and pigeons will get in there and you can just hear them in the cupboard under the stairs like, oh. and they're just trapped there till they die oh. isn't that grim um one time my uh grandparents they were they heard so um they board up the fireplace mm-hmm. out of season like not fully but they just put a board in there so yeah. anything falls down it doesn't come through nice they were hearing a bit of a commotion uh, father christmas and <laughs> they boarded it up too early <laughs> yeah <laughs> Whoa! um and so they they're, so they're hearing a commotion and they go into the room where it is yeah and babadook put out <laughs> Just tell me what it was, It's a John. fucking cat, right? No way! They pull out a cat from the the, uh, the chimney and they bring it back to the owners who live yeah. down the road. It'd been gone for three days. Three years? <laughs> it was a ghost cat. <laughs> it was just an empty lead. <laughs> you mean just the, like, the necklace? The collar. Necklace? The necklace? <laughs> God, how posh cat, are you? Cat neck- yeah, all my cats had necklaces. All my cats had necklaces. Have you ever killed an animal? fish you've killed a fish <laughs> by fishing yeah oh I thought maybe like I was talking yeah okay I, imagine you were strangling a goldfish <laughs> horrible thought, horrible I thought, image I swam so like just with such power that I punched a fish and it died <laughs> oh so you've been fishing yes I've been fishing okay have you ever accidentally killed an animal not to my knowledge you not hit a rabbit no or like a person <laughs> never hit a person you can't we've all done that haven't we late you- at night I've hit a rabbit. Yeah. It's oh, really sad. In a car. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you're driving. I hit a rabbit. It's really sad. It's just really, really a horrible thing to happen. So, like a, a, a wild rabbit, I assume. Not like a pair of rabbit <laughs> yeah. who'd gone escaped. I, just, I, I once drove through someone's garden <laughs> over their hutch. 
<laughs> you should have opened with once I drove into someone's garden. Not- <laughs> um, when you and this is this is a relatable bit of content. When you hit a rabbit in a car, you just tell yourself for the next ten minutes that it had mixomatosis. <laughs> like, it had so- it, it, I could tell from the eye. <laughs> I put it out of its misery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You basically yeah. convince yourself that you did the world a favour. And I also let my goldfish out into a pond once, uh, and they instantly got attacked by the bigger fish. <laughs> It's pretty sad, isn't it? Yeah. Don't kill animals, guys. But do tell us about times that you have killed them. But don't kill any to tell us about it. Tell us about already dead ones. I'm not responsible for one. I need to go out and impress us. We've got like super fans who are like, I want them to read out my email! <laughs> Just killing <laughs> Just pigeons. sending us photos of dead animals. <laughs> oh, please don't. <laughs> I really do. We'd, I think uh, we'd have to end this operation pretty swiftly if it just became a forum for dead animal pics. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hey dave yeah randy since we founded bombas we've always said our socks underwear and t-shirts are super soft any new ideas maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy wait what i got it bombas absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness because one purchased equals one donated wow did we just write an ad yes Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So, John, these aren't ones that have been... This this, this falls between the cracks here at um, Dream Factory Towers. Yeah. Because this is neither a listener suggestion nor something from my brilliant brain. This is actual... Where am I? Where do I, where do I come into that equation? I'll talk, to you about, I'll talk to you about that afterwards, but I'm thinking about <laughs> sort of doing it solo. Um, <laughs> that would be so bad. You... Like nothing against you, but imagine you just monologuing. No, ideas. I do both parts. <laughs> so we rec- we record it, and then you type out everything I've said, and then just re-record my bits. Yeah, and well, make them a bit funnier. I'd, well. I'd change them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Cannes, the film festival, you know it. I've heard of it. We talked about it on the last one with Gabriel. Yeah. Cannes has banned Netflix movies. Yes. Because they're not cinematic Pure enough. Cinema. Yeah, they're not right. You know. No. They're frilly. They're Cheap newcomers to the game. Yeah. They're making crap. Yeah. What can is, is a celebration of real cinema. Pure cinema. Pure cinema. Yeah. Art. Exactly. I've got a couple of films here that are being shown at Cannes, or there's posters for around Cannes. Some lovely examples of art. Santa Stole Our Dog? Yeah, 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 yeah. Art. It's high art. High art. I imagine that's some sort of dog that looks a bit like a reindeer. Because the the conceit isn't going to be that Santa steals dogs. (laughs) All the reindeers are dead. He has to replace them with dogs that he's kidnapped. That's not going to be the conceit. The conceit's going to be they have a dog that has a weird red nose. Santa sees it one night after a few too many glasses of the old brandy and uh, and he steals a dog by accident. So 
you know like the way that you kind of you judge people and you you know people everyone's flawed right? everyone's flawed and people are like particularly the minute we're like social media and stuff yeah, like the yeah. one foot wrong thing someone does yeah. can often be like the end of them and like mm-hmm. some, and sometimes I have these thoughts in my head like surely within reason within reason we shouldn't judge people on their worst things they've done we should judge them on the net neutral person they are or they're like yeah, you know yeah. if Santa on the uh, side yeah. was a dog thief is that enough to, to balance is he still it? a good guy <laughs> he probably is still a good guy isn't he well, I mean, getting... how many dogs and do they live comfortably in lapland that's a great question yeah so it's not the the theft is horrible because you're stealing dogs from families but he's not it's, we're not saying he then kills them he just oh, he has like he's a still wonderful a, he's still farm. a good guy he's yeah. still a good guy <laughs> if, if i'm would... sorry like, still as long as i get my gifts steal as many dogs as you want <laughs> but I, I would say if i had a particularly poor year for presents and i knew that information about santa <laughs> That'd be going in the letter next year. <laughs> oh, I, I've been naughty. I was naughty last year, was I, Santa? Where's Rover? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Uh, and also, on top of that, another film, Sniffer 3, The Nose That Knows. <laughs> so he, I think he can smell crime. <laughs> Fuck off. I think he smells crime. I don't know if it's Sniffer 3 or Sniffer Cubed, because it's a little three. Yeah. But the suggestion that there is already a Sniffer 1 and a Sniffer 2 we've not heard of. But Sniffer 3, The Nose That Knows. Yeah. Yeah, well, the problem is, what? How do you multiply a sniffer to to cube it? What does crime smell like? <laughs> what does crime smell like? Injustice. I think you can probably. There's probably a combination of those two movies, anyway. So uh, NASA, the red has, nose that knows. NASA has a sniffer. This is a thing. Oh uh, yeah, and there's only like a few of them. Yeah, in with the world, noses that are so good that they can smell any bacteria on an item, so that. Basically, because any bacteria, if you take it up to space, could be dangerous in the long run because essentially it's just going to sit there and fester. So what's their day-to-day like? They smell everything in their they lives. They just keep getting tested. horrific. No, but like, in their day-to-day, they oh, wake right. up. You know, like, it smells that aren't great. They wake up and it's been a hot night, so they're a little bit sweaty, but it smells what like... What must that smell like? The, it smells like their face is right in the pit. Yeah. Comparatively to us. Oh, no. But the thing is, dogs apparently have a much better sense of smell than us, and they fucking love bad smells. Yeah. So maybe he perverts. loves it. Maybe, maybe real sniffers are perverts for bad smells. Oh, well, you think the nose that knows? Yeah. Has a few secrets. Because they spend all day smelling like pure objects that yeah. barely have any bacteria on them just to mm. see if there's anything there. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. So they get home and they just shove their head in the toilet. <laughs> really, <laughs> really let loose. Great, there we go. That's that. Should we pitch our own movies? Yes. So mine is uh, based on a news story that I've just read. Okay. Okay. And... Uh, I'll be quite honest, this is a superpower, as far as I'm concerned. For the record, as we said earlier, Joel's in America, so when he says just read, this could be an old story for it's you. An, this is old news. This yeah. happened in 1968. <laughs> I've been dead for 20 years. Oh. John's 60 years of age. <laughs> yeah. A mayonnaise-hating man makes about a grand a year complaining about mayonnaise. <laughs> what? That's a lovely little top-up. I'm not saying he, that's not what he does full-time. He's got a career. I'm um, not going to give his full name, but he's called Chris, and he's from High Wycombe. That's your where neck I'm of the woods. from, yeah. Mm. So, he'll order food. My brother's called Chris. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> your brother's Chris from High Wycombe. <laughs> so, he'll complain about food being brought out with mayonnaise on, yeah. and demand a little refund, if it's not listed in the menu or anything like that. That, I mean... Um, and he also makes more money on the side, complains about poor service every single time he eats, to try oh. and get some freebies. You say superpower, he sounds like the worst. He's a supervillain. Yeah. And he's up against polite man. Yeah. 
<laughs> and they go out for dinner together. Oh, it's and he's the like, worst, I'm going to complain. He's like, no, I don't want to make a fuss. Yeah, don't make a fuss. Don't make a fuss. Are you the sort of person that's so polite that if they brought out the wrong meal, you'd still eat it? Well, I think there is much like the whole, uh, the, the much like the famous Santa good conundrum yeah, that we brought yeah, up. Yeah. There's obviously a line where if they brought out a totally wrong meal, I a would turd. say. Yeah. They brought out a turd on the plate. Would <laughs> yeah. you eat it? They brought me Depends out. on the sauce. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, if they brought brought me out the wrong meal, I probably would. But like within reason. Uh, but how far along the meal would you mention it? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd have like a crouton left. I'd be, Hang on. Oh, the steak. <laughs> And then I'd complain. Well, yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, and also a joke. Uh, the thing is, the thing is, I don't think, I think you have, it has to take a real big level of obliviousness on your behalf to not think that there's some, there could be some shenanigans going on with that food if yeah, you ask for a refund or the yeah. exchange. So unless it's really bad, I wouldn't. Like if it was slightly overcooked or an element was wrong, I'd just deal with it because I don't, yeah. I'd rather not upset a chef. I sent a chili back once. It came back cold three times. Whoa! Yeah, I mean, I went on a lad's holiday to Newquay, and I got this in a in a small cafe by the side of the road. But yeah, I that third time, first guys. time I got it, it was like a frozen block of chili con carne. Oh, yeah. How does that? What does that make you feel when you hear that? Not good. One time, I um, me and my girlfriend, we were in. Uh, it was amazing. It was just like it was like we we like looked online for pubs nearby to go get lunch. Yeah, when we were in Wales. And we get there, and it's like a house. Like, it's like someone's house. Nice, and you nice, go nice. into the front room, and you're like, there's no one there. And yeah. you're like, is this really a pub? Is this? And then this lovely old lady comes through and goes, oh, hello, nice to meet you. Hello, you. Yeah, yeah. So Ainsley's there. And um, she takes us through, and there is an area that looks a little bit like a pub, mm-hmm. vaguely. Good, good. And uh, she, <laughs> and um, I go, oh, can I have a pint of blah, blah, blah? There's some taps behind the bar mm-hmm. with that. Um, pit badge on it yeah, yeah and then she just goes behind the bar <laughs> <laughs> opens a can and pours it just behind the tap <laughs> trying to cough as she does it <laughs> <laughs> and then she gives us this like ridiculous for, for what this setup is yeah. the biggest menu I've ever seen <laughs> and so all microwaveable meals well that's what I, so I think I'm going to go off the specials board because I'm thinking yeah. slightly more chance of it being something fresh. Yeah. And he goes, oh, there's a curry. And I go, oh, excuse me, what <laughs> what flavours the curry? Yeah. And she goes, chicken. <laughs> it was Brilliant. delicious. It was delicious. You just, you, oh, I'll have that, please. You just, you just hear pop, 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 pop with a fork. Bing. Voila. Thanks, chef. <laughs> It was lovely. She was so nice. She was out there doing a fake French accent. <laughs> uh, yeah, super bad. So he's a super villain that super complains about everything. Pedant, yeah. Com- complainer guy. Yeah, yeah. complainer guy. <laughs> Get in touch if you can think of a better name for complainer guy. I'm tired, right? I'm very tired. What about this one from me? I, right, for the record, I don't believe this is my intellectual property, but it came into my head today and it made me laugh a lot. Go on. Luigi board. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> you win, let's go home. <laughs> but I don't know. So for the record, I'm saying I think it's been done on the internet before. Yeah, it probably has. But How does it work? <laughs> right. A boo obviously appears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you got the Luigi board out. Yeah. It's like Mario Party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're 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 spinning the the uh, the central control around around yeah, around yeah, around. Yeah. And the first letter I T S. Oh no. A- oh shit. M- I know this is going. <laughs> It's a Luigi's me. shaking. <laughs> it's a him. 
Is is Luigi getting in contact with the dead Mario? Dead Mario, yeah. There's a lot of dead Marios out there. Have you played Odyssey? I've died so many times. Where do you think those Marios go? Into a Luigi board. Yeah, they go into a Luigi board. Um, I mean, it's just a fun idea, isn't it? I'm telling you now that exists somewhere in Japan. A Luigi board? There'll be a Luigi board cafe. There's something about Ouija boards. Yeah. That, like, at, at secondary school... We were discussing with Gabriel last week about this idea of these, like, crazy, like, myths around films that make yeah, you want to yeah. watch them. Like, like, the hardest kids in the school would be like, Did I don't up. believe in ghosts and shit, but I am fucking going near a Ouija, Ouija board. board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they brag my, about having done yeah, a Ouija board. My cousin did a Ouija board once, and everyone else in the Ouija board died. <laughs> we haven't seen him since. <laughs> he lives in Leeds. It's, it's a long way away, but... <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah. for some reason they cut through the bullshit for some reason. People still people believe are in the power of the Ouija. Ouija what is Ouija? <laughs> it's yes in two languages, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I did a Ouija board, I would sell it so hard. And then the second it started, I'd just start pushing the letters around oh, and spelling sorry, funny I, words. I'd, I'd just spell bum. <laughs> Straight away. I thought bum as well. Because it's so quick. <laughs> it's so quick. You can get to bum pretty quickly because you can do BU. <laughs> And it could be anything, right? It could be anything. Bumming. It's just fun. You can have some fun with bums. I know. Um, Don't clip that out. <laughs> Don't clip that out. Right, that's the end of the podcast, Sean. That was loosey-goosey, baby. <laughs> right, we know it's the end of the podcast because there's a knock, knock, knock at the studio door. And who's that coming in? <laughs> it's Sammy! The ghost of Mario. <laughs> John, I'm in America right now. Yeah? What do you think I'm doing? Imagine some of the things I might be doing. Walking and saying... Take me out to the ball game. I'll be singing that. You I'm going to walk around New York. Go yeah. like, I'm walking here. I was, I was I'm walk- hey, I'm walking hey. here. Hey, get out of the way. I'm walking here. Yay. I'm going to spend a couple of days in the mafia. <laughs> It's gonna. I'm, I, what, I should be doing. I'm gonna be so American right now. On the set, I've got two big foam hands on right now, and I'm trying to eat a burger. <laughs> Joe's gonna walk up and down the aisle of the play. Go, I'm walking for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flying here. <laughs> oh, America, land of opportunity. Yeah. Hey, mate, podcasts are big in America. Yeah. So I'm gonna go and spread the word. You're gonna go chat to the boys at Gymle. Yep. That's what. Tell them that's what they call it. W B Easy. Hey guys, I got a podcast to pitch ya. I'm gonna surprise you. I'm English. <laughs> and they'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> they'll be like, we knew. <laughs> they'll be like, holy shit. But you've got the big foam fingers, and we're wearing those as well. We shook them, and you walked in. Your accent was pitch perfect with the, hey guys, hey. I got a podcast. The thing is, they're having people and, come in like that all the time, right? And, every meeting they have is, I got a podcast. <laughs> That's every single meeting. So I go in and I see him sign. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, another, I got a podcast. And, he's got and the, then I go, <laughs> You've got the NYC cap on. Yeah, I've got it all. And then I go, I'm English. And they, they sit up. They're like, talk to us. <laughs> you take off your cap to reveal a flat cap. <laughs> yeah, a bowler hat. <laughs> Amazing how you fit it under uh, well, a cap. Exactly. That's just where the fun begins. And then they give me a cheque for a million quid. And some of it will be coming your way. That sounds really great. Hey! A podcast! <laughs> Isn't that accent amazing? No! I've been working on it for months. <laughs> i got a podcast. That's how they all talk. There's been a moida. I'm going to investigate the moida. 
fuck's sake, Joe. Yeah. Um, Podcast. How, how much meat do you think you'll be consuming? I think I might die <laughs> because in America, yeah, they have pancakes for breakfast. They have no not rules. as a treat. <laughs> not as a treat. No. If you have pancakes for breakfast here. That's a treat. There's a reason. Yeah. You know? It's Sunday. It's a Sunday, you've got time, you've got the ingredients. Over there, mate. They're like, have a pancake. On a Wednesday. Have a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard my podcast? Have you heard my podcast? Hey, eat a, eat a pancake, listen to the podcast. I'm a oh, big American God. guy. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. So it's going to be great. I'm going to eat pancakes. I'm not going to think about you once. <laughs> 